Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 9. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Io sono Ayla. Ciao, io sono Francesca. E siamo molto contenti di essere qua con voi ancora una volta. We're delighted to be back with you once again for another episode of Coffee Break Italian. And we hope that you are enjoying the lessons of season two. We've been revisiting some verbs and looking in detail at verbs over the past few lessons of this series. And we'll be continuing this at least until next lesson. And then I think a little bit of a change of subject, Francesca. Sì, sì, sì. Ah, sorpresa. Sorpresa. Okay, okay. <laughs> But in this episode, we're going to be looking at four key verbs, four important verbs that all end in ere. And these verbs are... E bere, tenere, sapere e conoscere. Ayla, are you familiar with any of these or can you guess what they mean from your knowledge of other languages? I think I could guess what bere means. Would that be to drink? To si. drink, yeah. To drink, I think I'll be able to guess sapere and conoscere from my Spanish. Would that be to know? Yeah, they both actually mean the same thing. They both mean to know, just like saber and conocer in, in Spanish. Yes. However, there are a few tricky points that we'll be discussing later, Francesca. Si, si. Yeah, we'll, it can we'll be come a bit to them. tricky at times, but we'll be fine. Absolutely. <laughs> what about tenere, Ayla? I know in Spanish that would mean to have. Like tener. But, but we've got we've already, to have. Yeah. Yeah, we've already discussed that a very means a very, to have. Exactly. So would this just be another way of saying to have? Well, let's leave it for just now. We'll come up with, with a, a proper explanation of tenere a little later in the lesson. Si. I think it's time to get on with that lesson. We'll start, as usual, with our presentation section and then we'll be back with you, Ayla, to practice things a little later on. Allora, mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto.
in our presentation section today, we're going to be looking at four key verbs. Francesca, quali sono questi verbi così importanti? Sì, questi verbi così importanti sono bere. To drink. Sì. Tenere. To hold or to keep. Sì, sì, Quite sì. Quite a tricky one. Sì. And then together, sapere e conoscere. Two verbs which kind of mean the same thing but don't mean the same thing. Yes. <laughs> we'll come to that in just a moment. Let's first of all look at a quick conjugation of each of these ones. We'll begin with bere because it's actually very, very easy to sì. conjugate this verb. The verb bere, to drink, in the infinitive is B-E-R-E, bere. Mm-hmm. However, we introduce an extra syllable there sì. in the conjugated verb. Can we hear what the conjugated verb sounds like, Francesca? Of course. Bevo, bevi, beve. Beviamo, bevete, bevono. So, I could suggest that this verb is kind of irregular if it had a different infinitive. Sì. <laughs> if the infinitive were bevere. Yeah. But we're not going to mention that. If the infinitive had an ev in it before it the be eri, then it would be regu- it would be regular. Sì. But it's irregular because the infinitive itself is just bere. Bere. But it introduces this bevo, bevi, bevi uh-huh. and so As on. As opposed to bo, be, be. <laughs> sounds a little funny. Okay, it might help you to remember the English word beverage. Sì, good which idea. Which is of course linked here. So I drink Bevo. You drink. Bevi. He drinks or she drinks. We drink. Beviamo. You all drink. Bevete. And they drink. Bevono. Let's put this into practice with a couple of examples. Okay. Using bere in a conjugated form. Let's Mm -hmm. take uh, the children drink peach juice, like a peach fruit juice. Okay, see. I bambini bevono succo di frutta alla pesca. So that's succo di frutta, fruit juice, mm-hmm. alla pesca, sì. which is peach flavored. Sì, sì, okay. sì. Succo di frutta alla pesca. Esatto. I bambini bevono, they drink, mm-hmm. succo di frutta alla pesca. Sì. Okay, Francesca, can you give us another example here? Sì. Um, mio padre beve un bicchiere di vino a pranzo. Okay. Mio padre, my father, sì. beve un bicchiere di vino. He drinks a glass of wine a pranzo. Sì. At lunch. Sì. Okay. Mio padre beve un bicchiere di vino a pranzo. Perfetto. Okay, so much for bere. It's very straightforward. Sì. Let's move on to our second of our four key verbs today. Okay. And that's another irregular verb in the second conjugation, the ere conjugation. Sì. Francesca, which verb is this? Tenere. Tenere. Now, we should really kind of ring all the alarm bells on every <laughs> church all up and down the whole of Italy Mama for mia. any Spanish speakers coming sì, into the country sì. at this point. Because tenere means to hold sì. or to keep. To keep, sì. But it doesn't really mean to have. No, no. And if you are a Spanish speaker, then you'll know exactly what we're thinking about. If you're not a Spanish speaker, just ignore the past 20 (laughs) seconds, okay? Let's conjugate tenere, to to hold or to keep. Okay. Tengo, tieni, tiene, teniamo, tenete, tengono. 
Now, there are a couple of things in here that we need to focus on. First of all, there's this strange G that appears in the first person singular and the third person plural forms. So, I hold would be... Tengo. And they hold... Tengo no. Or indeed, I keep and they keep. Si. So, tengo and tengo no. Now, the second thing that we need to look out for is an I that suddenly Aha, appears si. in the you form, the you singular, and si. the he or she form. So that's the second person singular and the third person singular. Can we hear them? Tieni. That is you hold or you keep. Tiene. He or she holds or he or she keeps. Okay. So the second person singular and the, the third person singular. Tieni, tiene. Sí. Let's do the whole verb again. Okay. I hold. Tengo. You hold. Tieni. He or she holds. Tiene. We hold. Teniamo. Listen again there. Teniamo. So there's no G, there's no I no, in there. No, no. Teniamo. It's regular. Okay. You all hold. Tenete. Again, regular. But we've got an irregularity in the third person plural, which is. Tengo no. Okay, perfect. Let's put this one into practice too. Okay. Francesca, can you give us a couple of example sentences? Sì. Allora, i bambini spesso non tengono i segreti. <laughs> è vero, <laughs> è vero. I bambini spesso non tengono i segreti. Sì. So, children often do not hold or keep secrets. Bravissimo. I bambini spesso non tengono i segreti. Sì. Okay. Uh, what about another example? Eh, sì, uh, in estate teniamo le finestre aperte. Ah, in Italia, okay, non in, in Scozia. <laughs> forse, forse, dipende. <laughs> so, in estate, in summer, teniamo, we hold or we keep, le finestre aperte. Sì. Now, we've come across finestra before, I think. Mm-hmm. It's the word for a window. So, in summer, in, we, we keep the windows open, aperte. Note there, aperte, it ends in e, because we're talking about le finestre. Sì, it agrees. It agrees. Gender with, and number. Exactly. We'll be looking further at adjectives in a few episodes sì. time. So, in estate teniamo le finestre aperte. In summer, we keep the windows open. Okay. Okay. So much for bere and for tenere. Okay. We've got our, our twin verbs. <laughs> sì. We've got two verbs, both of which mean... To know. Sì, sapere and conoscere. Okay. Now, sapere and conoscere both mean to know, but they do mean to know in slightly different situations. Because in English, when we say to know, I know you. I know your cousin. We're using the word know there to talk about an acquaintance that we have, whether it's your cousin or whoever it may be. But we also say, I know how to swim. Sì. And then we're talking about being familiar with a particular skill mm-hmm. or knowing how to do something. And it's the same word, but in Italian, it's not. Now, we'll see this as we look at examples of both sapere and conoscere. But let's begin with sapere and we'll start by learning how to conjugate this verb because it is kind of tricky. Very regular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's do I know. So. You know. Sai. He or she knows. Sa. So remember that our infinitive is sapere, but that becomes I know. So. You know. Sai. He or she knows. Sa. 
Then we go to Wino. Sappiamo. With that double P. Yep, sappiamo. sappiamo. You all know. Sapete. Regular. Okay, very like the infinitive. Yeah. And then they know. Sanno. So that's like your fanno. Or like anno. anno. Okay. Or vanno. Or vanno as well. So the whole conjugation. So, sai, sa. Sappiamo, sapete, sanno. Perfetto. Okay, and I'm doing my hand signals and Francesca's laughing at me. <laughs> so, sai, sa, sappiamo, sapete, sanno. Sì. Okay, let's talk about now when we use sapere, because it's very specific things that we know. Uh-huh. Uh, a very easy thing to remember is that we always use sapere when there is an infinitive coming after. Okay. With the idea of knowing how to do something. Let's have an example. Ok, ad esempio, io so parlare italiano. I know how to speak Italian. Sì. I know how to. It's that you're knowing a skill. Sì. For example, could we say io so suonare il piano? Perfetto, io so suonare il piano. Io so guidare. I know how to drive. So, in, in Italian, we're using sapere plus an infinitive. Sì. But when we're translating this into English, sometimes we just can use the word can. Sì, sì, sì. So, I can play the piano. Uh-huh. I can speak Italian. We're talking about your skill, uh-huh. your ability to do this. Yes, it's the ability. And you're using sapere. Sapere. Okay, I know how to do something. Sì. So that's the first use of sapere. Sì. There's another very common use. Sì, eh, usiamo sapere eh, with the idea of having the knowledge of something or eh, knowing a certain information. Ad okay. esempio, eh, io so dov'è Siena. I know where Siena is. Yes, uh, it means I have that piece of information in a way. Okay. Or for example, um, do you know if Giorgio is coming this evening? Sì, perfetto. Sai se Giorgio viene questa sera? So there we've got sai se. Uh-huh. Do you know if? F. Sai se Giorgio viene questa sera? Perfetto. Okay, now that's using venire, which is a, another word that we've not quite come across yet. <laughs> sai... Se Giorgio viene stasera, o sì. questa sera. Sì. Do you know if Giorgio is coming? So, we're using sapere for knowing how to do something sì. and knowing a fact, having sì. the information sì. about something. Perfetto. Okay, anything else before we move uh, on? If you know something by heart. You... Ah, of course. Sì. So, could you give us an example of that? Ad esempio, Marta sa la poesia a memoria, by heart. A memoria. A memoria, okay. by memory. memory. <laughs> Marta sa la poesia a memoria. Sì. Perfetto. So, that's sapere. But we've got another verb for mm-hmm. to know in Italian, and that sì. is... Conoscere. Conoscere. Sì. Let's begin with our conjugation of conoscere, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about when we use it. Sì. So, I know. Conosco. You know. Conosci. He or she knows. Conosce. We know. Conosciamo. You all know. Conoscete. They know. Conoscono. Okay. Now you notice there that there's something happening with your SC. <laughs> And this is all to do with the letter that follows. Uh-huh. Think of the infinitive. Conoscere. Sì. You've got an SC in there, but it's followed by the ere of the end of the infinitive. Conoscere. So we know that a C followed by an E gives a CH sound. A soft sound, a C. So an SC followed by an E gives a SH sound. Conoscere. Mm-hmm. However, in the I 
part, the first person singular, and the the part, the third person plural, they're they're followed by an O, conosco and conoscono. Bravissimo. In this case, therefore, it's a hard K sound. So the S and the K sound together. Sco, conosco, conoscono. Giusto, perfetto. Okay, so that's the conjugation of conoscere, but let's talk about when we use conoscere, because it also, like sapere, means to know, but it's about knowing something different. Aha, it's to be acquainted with someone. For example, I can say conosco Mark, but Ah. I can't say so Mark. So Mark doesn't make sense. So conosco Mark, I know Mark, I am acquainted with Mark. Sì. Okay. And also being familiar with someone or or something. Ad esempio, conosco Firenze. So I know Florence. Uh-huh. You've got a kind of relationship with Florence. Yeah, if you like. it means if I go around, I know, I don't know where the best restaurants are or yeah. where I can found, find the things I need. But if I were to say, I know where the best restaurants are in Florence, I would say, so dove sono? I migliori ristoranti di Firenze. Bravissimo, because you have a specific piece of information there. Okay, now that is quite tricky to get it, to get it sort of <laughs> sorted out in your head. When you're knowing that specific piece of information, then it's sapere. But if you're just describing your acquaintance with a person, with a place, perhaps with a language? Uh-huh. With a language, you could actually use uh, both, okay. I, I would say. You can say conosco l'italiano. And it's more like the theory, the grammar. And so l'italiano is more like I'm able to, to speak to Italian. Speak uh-huh. Okay. And to, to, be ultra, uh, to, to be ultra correct or to be ultra clear in what you're saying, you could say so parlare l'italiano. Sì, sì. In that case, you don't need to worry about whether uh-huh. it's sapere or conoscere. You never use the infinitives with verb conoscere, so it's, it's, it's a good help. Yeah. Uh, you can never say conosco doing something. So there is never an infinitive with conoscere. Okay. Now, we have been looking at these four verbs and there is obviously a little more to say about uh, conoscere and sapere and we'll be putting that more into practice after our break with Ayla. Okay. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Allora, welcome back. Bentornati. Ayla, tutto bene? Andata bene oggi? Sì, tutto bene. Okay, the tenere thing... For Spanish speakers, definitely is a little bit confusing to begin with. Having other languages and being familiar with other languages can sometimes be a huge advantage, but sometimes it can get a little bit confusing. But hopefully everything makes sense now. Let's turn our attention to bere, the verb to drink. Ayla, can you conjugate this for us, please? Let's go through that. Bevo, bevi, beve. Beviamo, bevete, bevono. Excellent. And you're really adding in that E-V to the infinitive each time, and it's pretty much regular. See, it's like the word bevanda, a drinker. It follows ah, the same okay. rule. Of course, una bevanda. Sí. Una bevanda. Por ejemplo, una bevanda gassata, a fizzy drink. Fizzy drink, yeah. Um, or a beverage, of course, in, in English. Sí, a sí. beverage. <laughs> we'll not even go near the, the bevy that, oh. uh, that might be used in Scotland. Scotland we'll, we'll not mention that. Okay, so we've got uh, bevo, bevi, beve, beviamo, bevete, bevono for to drink. And let's also look at tenere, which means to keep or to hold. And this one, we introduce some letters. There's sometimes a G, there's sometimes an I. See if you can remember how we conjugate this from our, our presentation earlier. Tengo, tieni, tiene, teniamo, tenete, tengono. Molto bene, brava. Tengo, tieni, tiene, teniamo, tenete, Tengono. Just remember the stress, Ayla. Tengo, tieni, tiene, teniamo, tenete, tengono. Tengo, tieni, tiene, teniamo, tenete, tengono. Perfetto. Sì, bravissima. Okay, let's put this into practice. Francesca, have you come up with a couple of translations for Ayla? Of course, I have. I love this bit. <laughs> so do I. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. I hope our listeners do too. Okay, so off you go, Francesca. Va bene. Sei pronta, Ayla? Sono pronta. Bene, numero uno. Monica always drinks beer when she goes to Germany. Okay, this is funny because I know that Ayla's got a friend called Monica and I don't know whether she drinks beer when she goes to Germany. Anyway, okay, so Monica always drinks beer when she goes to Germany. Let's give our listeners and Ayla some time to think about this. There is a little tricky thing that we need to know where the always goes in Italian. And I think the, the standard rule would be it comes after the verb. After, sì. After sì. the verb. Okay, so Monica drinks always beer when she goes to Germany. Monica beve sempre birra quando va in Germania. Sì, sì, a couple of things with accents. 
Monica beve sempre birra quando va in Germania. Monica beve sempre birra quando va in Germania. In Germania. Germania. Ok. Ok, Germania. Sempre birra. There are two R's in there. Birra. 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 Okay, it's tricky to roll those R's, and I know that lots of our listeners have difficulty rolling R's. I think we've perhaps got in a slight advantage being Scottish because sí. we roll our R's all the time. <laughs> um, but for listeners who, who aren't quite so familiar with that rolled R, let's hear it one more time, Francesca. Birra. 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 Okay, what about our second translation? See, sí. very short, but be careful, Isla. I have a very important secret. Okay, once again, we'll give everyone some time to think. I have a very important secret. Ayla, can you translate this? I'll give it a go. So I will be saying, I have a secret very important. That's exactly right. Well done. <laughs> Tengo un segreto molto importante. Mm. What you're actually saying there is that you're keeping a very important secret. What we want you to say is, I have a very important secret. We don't know whether you're going to share it with everyone (laughs) or whether you're going to keep it to yourself. But there's an important difference in the verb because remember, tengo is Spanish for I have, but I have in Italian is... Oh. Oh. So I have a very important secret would be... O un segreto molto... Importante. Sì, molto bene. Ho un segreto molto importante. Okay, so if you're keeping the secret, then you could indeed say tengo. (laughs) But if we don't know whether you're keeping it or you're about to tell everyone what your secret is, then you just have it and you're still going to decide what to do with it. Ho un segreto molto importante. Okay, let's turn our attention now to those other two verbs that we covered and those were... Sapere e conoscere. Both of which, of course, mean to know. But we use sapere very specifically when we know how to do something. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're saying I know in English and then you're following it with a verb, then it's going to be sapere. I know how to play the piano. So suonare il piano. I know how to speak German. So parlare tedesco. I know how to make the best tiramisu in the world. <laughs> so fare il miglior tiramisu del mondo. But we of course know that it's, it's Francesca's mamma that, that can make the best tiramisu oh, del mondo. Oh, la mia mamma. <laughs> okay, so sapere used for to know how to do something. But conoscere, of course, used when we know someone or something, as in we're acquainted with them. Give us an example, Francesca. E conosco molto bene Edimburgo. I know Edinburgh very well. Or? Oh, conosco Giovanni da cinque anni. Oh, an interesting one there. Ayla, can you work out what that means? Let's hear it again. Conosco Giovanni da cinque anni. I think I could work that out. Would it be, I have known Giovanni four or five years? Sì, sì. Okay, so conosco Giovanni da since... Cinque anni, five years ago. I I have known Giovanni since five years ago. But anyway, let's conjugate sapere and conoscere. Ayla, can you do, first of all, sapere for us? So, sai, sa, sappiamo, sapete, sanno. Perfetto. Bravissima, wow. It's a a good, solid verb. So, sai, (laughs) sa, sappiamo, sapete, sanno. 
and conoscere ever so slightly more difficult because there are some spelling changes in there. Conosco, conosci, conosce, conosciamo, conoscete, conoscono. Sì, brava. Okay, you could just watch again your, your rhythm. Conosco, conosci, conosce. Conosco, conosci, conosce. Conosciamo, conoscete, conoscono. Conosciamo, conoscete, conoscono. Perfetto. Okay, now, Francesca, how are we going to practice sapere and conoscere? Mm. Do you have translations this time? No, I got something new. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Una sorpresa. Well, can you, can you explain it for Ayla and for her listeners? Okay, we're going to do, let's say, a quiz. So I'll give you a sentence with a gap to fill in. Okay. And then you need to decide whether you want to use the sapere or conoscere and conjugate it in the correct uh, person. Okay. And each time there's a gap, you'll hear a sound and you know that that sound is what you've got to replace with the conjugated verb. Allora, siamo pronti? Eh, sì, sì, sì. Sei pronta, Ayla? Sì, sono pronta. Cominciamo con numero uno. Maria è molto brava. Ballare... Cantare e recitare. Okay, listen to that one again. And again, you're filling in the blank or the, the sound that you're hearing with the correct verb. Maria è molto brava. Ballare, cantare e recitare. So this would mean Maria is very clever. Mm -hmm. She knows how to dance, sing and recite. See, recite or perform, like when you perform in theatre, in a play. Okay. So I'm guessing this one would, I would take the verb sapere. Sapere. And it would be sa, because it's Maria. Okay, so let's hear the whole thing then, Ayla. Maria è molto brava, sa ballare, cantare e recitare. Perfetto. Benissimo. Okay, let's try number two. Okay, numero due. And this is a question I'm asking Luigi. Luigi, la moglie di mio fratello. Let's hear it again. Luigi, la moglie di mio fratello. Okay, Ayla, what's going on in this one? I think this is asking if Luigi knows the wife of your brother. Yeah, so my brother's wife. Yes, so I'm guessing it would be Konoshi. Sì, molto bene. Luigi, conosci la moglie di mio fratello? Luigi, conosci la moglie di mio fratello. Ok, benissimo. Allora, numero tre. Numero tre, sì. And in numero tre you will hear a question and an answer. Ok. Come si dice sharpener in italiano? Non... Ok, it's coming at the end there. <laughs> sì. Let's hear this again. Come si dice sharpener in italiano? Non... Ayla, can you work out what the question is here? The question's asking, how do you say sharpener in Italian? Mm -hmm. And the answer? So? Non so? Non so, ah, yeah, sì. exactly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so from sapere, we're using sapere because we're knowing a fact in this, in this case, or not knowing a fact, indeed. Francesca, we said there, non so. There's another way of saying I don't know, isn't there? 
you could also say non lo so. Non it's lo like so. I don't know that. I don't know that piece of information. And it's extremely common to hear non lo so. See, we non say it all so. the time. Non, ah, lo, so, non, non, lo, so, non so. lo so. Okay, and the other question, that of course, we have is come si dice sharpener in italiano? Ah, it's a nice word. It's cute. The temperino. Temperino. See. And is that because it, it tempers the, the point of the pencil? I'd never thought of that. Maybe. <laughs> I'd never heard the word, so we're all good. Okay, let's move on finally to number four. Numero quattro, l'ultima, the last one. I miei studenti non parlano il cinese, ma il giapponese. Okay, let's hear that one again. I miei studenti non parlano il cinese, ma il giapponese. So we have two languages here. Ayla, can you work out what's going on here? I can work out what's going on, but I'm not too sure which verb I would use. So we're saying my students can't speak Chinese, but they know Japanese. Mm-hmm. See, that's the idea. So I'm guessing sanno would mean they can speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. But conoscono would mean they're familiar with the language. Uh-huh. Exactly, well done. So it could be either. Okay. It's a tricky one because, oh, as you say, it could be either, but they both mean slightly different things. Sanno, as you know, sanno parlare il giapponese. They know how to speak Japanese. But if you say conoscono il giapponese, they're familiar with it. They are well-versed in its poetry and its culture <laughs> and its linguistics and, and so si. on. That kind of idea. Well, with that, we are going to leave il giapponese, il cinese. <laughs> if you do want to learn cinese, there is, of course, Coffee Break Chinese. Adesso potete imparare il cinese con noi, con Coffee Break. Il giapponese non ancora. No, in futuro, forse. Forse, ma il cinese certo. Okay, coffeebreakchinese.com. But anyway, this is not about Coffee Break Chinese. It's about Coffee Break Italian, and that's where we're leaving it today. Now, there is much more practice of all of this language in our bonus materials, and our bonus materials form part of the premium version of Coffee Break Italian that you can find on Coffee Break Academy. And in the premium version, you can, of course, access the video version of this lesson. There is the the lesson notes, which explain everything and give you further examples. And, of course, the bonus listening materials, which will allow you to... Put yourself to the test and do some more translation practices all concocted by Francesca in in her more mischievous moments when she likes to come up with really tricky things for us to translate. All of that at Coffee Break. She's, she's shaking her head here. <laughs> CoffeeBreakItalianPlus.com. Head over to Coffee Break Italian Plus to get access to this premium edition of Coffee Break Italian. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Coffee Break Italian. And why don't you come and tell us about something you know how to do? For example, your hobbies, your pastimes, something you like to do. A skill that you have, what you know how to do using, of course, sapere. Si. And don't forget, we are on Twitter at Learn Italian. And you can tweet us what you know how to do si. with sapere as well. We'll be delighted to see that. Twittate, twittate. Twittate. <laughs> With that, we will leave you and uh, we will say thank you and uh, we will be back again soon. Grazie e arrivederci. Alla prossima. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. 
Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.